The Mortgage Calculator, your favorite non-QM lender with over 5,000 unique loan products. All right. It looks like we are live on all the different platforms, so we are good to go. We'll go ahead and take off the chat here, and then we will get started. Feel free to keep dropping comments in the chat and questions as we go through our deep dive topic for today. So welcome, everyone. My name is Kyle Hershey. I'm the COO of The Mortgage Calculator, joined here by our president, Nick Hershey, and our sales manager, Jose Gonzalez. We are a correspondent lender that specializes in non-QM loans. We do this daily rates live show every morning to show actual live rates from programs for this day in real time. And then we do a deep dive into a different topic every single day. Now, today's deep dive is going to be HELOC loans. As I was saying a moment ago, definitely some misconceptions around this, but definitely a great tool to use. Uh, So we will be going over a deep dive of that later here with Jose. But before we do that, like we do every morning, let's go ahead and pull up the live rates. Nick can pull up our pricing tool and let's go through the actual rates for today. Look how, see how they compare to yesterday's rates as well. All right. Thank you. So let me switch my screen real quick and we'll get into it. And... As Kyle mentioned, this is our pricing tool for our team of mortgage professionals. If you would like to get a full loan estimate with all the detailed breakdown and all the costs, please get with our team. We have over 300 licensed loan officers and we can do primary second homes in 22 states and we can do our business purpose DSCR loans in 44 states. So if you'd like a full breakdown, please get with our team members. They'd be happy to do it. This tool will show us the general rates for the programs. Today is April 27th, just after 11 a.m. So the general rates are live and it will show us the APR as well as a summary. So if you want a full breakdown, please let us know. But let's go ahead and set up our scenarios for today. We're going to set up a basic scenario and compare all the different programs. So we'll set everything to a $400,000 loan amount. Set this to 80% loan to value, 20% down payment. We will tell the computer to find a, the best rate at one discount point in cost. That's what the desired price of 99 means. Most of our customers are asking to buy down the rate a little bit. So that's the most common request. We will compare our different loan types, conforming, conventional. Then we'll check out our FHA rates, which is usually the next option that we look at. And then we'll go into our expanded guidelines, aka non-QM, where we have over 5,000 additional loan programs beyond the standard ones you see here. Uh, We do offer VA as well. That's only for eligible veterans. So if you are a veteran, please let us know. We'd be happy to quote it. But since not everybody is, we don't do it live. We did do a show yesterday. So if you want to watch the rates from yesterday, check that out. We went into a detailed dive on that. And USDA as well. Actually, USDA was yesterday. VA was the day before. So USDA was yesterday. Uh, That is a property that is in a rural USDA eligible area. So if you are shopping in those areas, please check out the show from yesterday and let us know. We'd be happy to quote it live for you as well. So let's start with our conforming conventional rates. We'll set it to a purchase, 30-year fixed standard loan, primary occupancy, single family home, one unit, state of Florida, County Miami-Dade. And for all of our demos today, we'll use an estimated FICO score of 760 and an estimated debt-to-income ratio of 40. So let's check out the rates this morning.
pretty much the same as yesterday. So 6.5 rate for one discount point in cost and a final APR of 6.676. So that is a good option for our borrowers looking to do conforming, obviously lower than it was uh, over the last couple months, uh, but not much change this week. It's pretty much been the same this week. So no news is sometimes good news. Now, if for any reason our borrowers don't qualify for conventional, usually the next program we look at is FHA. FHA does allow a little more leniency on a credit type of events and credit issues and a much higher debt to income ratio. But we'll keep everything set the same for this scenario so we can quickly compare across the programs. So for our FHA program, looks like the rates went up a little bit here. Yep. Uh, the best option here, though, is right here, 6% rate for 0.75 discount points in cost for a final APR of 6.593. So FHA went up a little bit from yesterday. Conventional wasn't changed, so they're very comparable. Uh, and actually, if you notice, FHA is 6.593. Remember, conventional was 6.6 something. So in this case, FHA, even with the upfront mortgage insurance and yearly mortgage insurance is actually a little bit cheaper. So definitely recommend that our customers out there shopping compare FHA. And right now it could actually be a little bit cheaper in some cases. Now let's go back to our pricer. And if for any reason our customer doesn't qualify for conforming or FHA, many other banks or lenders don't have other options, but that's where we love to offer our 5,000 additional options under expanded guidelines. So we will set everything else the same, but when we choose expanded guidelines non-QM, we have a new option to edit our income verification we're going to use. So conventional FHA, that is a full doc loan. That means two years of tax returns. So typically we would select non-QM to choose a different option. We can use one-year alt doc, two-year alt doc. We can do asset related. We've done a couple shows on that. Check those out. Uh, Business bank statements are popular programs. Our investor DSCR programs are very popular for investment properties. And personal bank statements, we can do VOE, 1099, PL, all these different options. But the most popular option for a primary home purchase is going to be our personal 12 month bank statement program. And that's going to be for our self employed borrowers. Many times, our self employed borrowers, when they submit two years of tax returns, have various write offs. Therefore, when we use just 12 bank statements, just the last 12 months of their bank statements, we actually look at their cash position and determine a 40% debt-to-income ratio based on their bank statements rather than their tax returns. So most of our self-employed customers can usually qualify where they want to qualify at all or qualify for much higher loan amount and therefore the home of their dreams. So very good tool for us to use if for some reason we need a little more income or an alternative income method. So let's compare our non-QM rates to the conventional. So non-QM is always going to be a little bit higher. Remember, it's a solution to a problem here. So it's always going to be a little bit higher, but very comparable. So today we have a 7.125 rate for one discount point in costs and a final APR of 7.205. So remember, conventional was 6.6 something, uh, and we can use a completely different income method, and it only goes up by uh, just over half a point there on the actual APR. So very comparable totally different method of calculating income. Also, when we're in these non-QM programs, some of these programs, uh, maybe at a little higher rate, might allow things like a bankruptcy or a foreclosure and other types of things. So non-QM has a lot of different variations of these programs. Please get with our team so they can find which one of these would fit best for you.
Now, before we pass it off to Jose for our topic for today, we always want to do some instant pricing for investment properties. So if we set this to investment, set up the same scenario, 80% loan to value, 20% down payment, we're going to compare our two options for investment properties. We do conforming conventional options, and then we'll check out our non-QM options. Remember FHA, VA, USDA, those are not eligible for investment properties. So we'll simply compare these two. So we'll start with our conforming conventional. Everything else will stay the same as all of our other demos. We're just changing it to investment property. So let's check this out. Now, as I say every morning, remember the GSEs, Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac have added additional adjustments to investment properties. So unfortunately, we can't find any rates with one discount point in cost. So this morning, it looks like the best option here, 7.125 rate for 3.25 discount points in cost and a final APR of 7.376. Uh, so still a good option for our customers that qualify for full doc. Uh, but many of our investors that are investing in investment properties would like an option with a little bit higher rate, but less discount points. Uh, this is a lot of money that they would rather deploy into something else. So even if we cruise down the sheet here and find a higher rate, uh, there are options. Uh, here's a pretty good option here. 7.5 rate for one discount point in cost. Uh, that would probably make our investors happy. So we love to present all these other options. Uh, but many times... What we love to present is our non-QM options. So let's go into our final demo so we can compare an investment property purchase from our conforming we just saw to our expanded guidelines, aka non-QM here. And notice there's two options here when we have a non-QM investment property. First, we select our income verification. As I mentioned before, when we're doing an investment property, our most popular program by far is our DSCR program. That's because it doesn't require any income or employment from the borrower. We're just going to use the estimated rental income from the property to determine if that can cover the mortgage expenses, the PITIA of the mortgage we're proposing here. So if the uh, rents can cover that expense, it's a ratio of 1.00 or higher. And that means that we have a little bit of cash flow. We also have options for DSCR ratios under one, meaning the property rents don't quite cover the expenses and uh, there's a little bit of cash flow loss there every month. We can even do loans for that. For the demo today, though, I will leave this blank so that we can see all of our options. And for a prepayment penalty, for a non-QM investment property, there's typically always a prepayment penalty. The standard is three years, so that's what we use for our demo. We can choose zero. That will limit our loan programs and cost much more. And we can choose five. That will also limit the loan program since not all allow five, but will cost a little bit less in some cases. So our most common option is always going to be our three-year prepayment penalty option. And let's check out our DSCR rates this morning. So it looks like a good option here at the top, 7.5 rate for 0.975 discount points in cost for a final APR of 7.580. So remember conventional was 7.2 something. Uh, a DSCR loan is now 7.5 something. Very comparable. Definitely recommend our investors look at the DSCR loan. Doesn't require any income, any employment from the borrower, and you can do multiple loans at the same time. So our investors with multiple properties can refinance multiple properties to buy multiple new properties because we're not using any employment or anything like that. So great options here. And you see we have hundreds of different options with different DSCR values, different prepayment penalty amounts, and tons of different variations here. Some of these may allow things like short-term rental income. 
uh, but obviously a little bit higher rate and things like that. Please get with our team. They'll find which one of these hundreds of programs would work best for your scenario. Now, let me switch my screen and we'll get into today's topic. Pull this back up. All right. Uh, for those of you who joined us earlier, today's topic is going to be on a HELOC loan, home equity line of credit. A little bit different than some of the topics we've covered before. We've covered fixed rate second mortgages. That's different than a HELOC. We've covered HELOC combos. That's using a HELOC in combination uh, with another loan. Uh, but right now we're just going to talk about HELOCs in general. So home equity line of credit, basically a second mortgage that is uh, line of credit rather than a fixed amortized mortgage. And they're typically variable cost as well. So those are kind of the generalities. I'll let Jose go ahead and take over and go into the deep dive here. So you ready, Jose? Yes, sir. Good morning, everybody. Thank you for joining us. Daily Rates Live with the Mortgage Calculator. <clears throat> we had our he loan rate show the other day. Well, now we're doing he locks. Totally different scenario because the he loan is a closed end loan, second mortgage, uh, fixed amortization, fully amortizing loan. A he lock is an open ended product. Uh, variable rate, uh, and you basically pay on what you owe. So that's a double-edged sword because if you're on an accelerated payment plan, which is usually what's recommended for a HELOC and what will give you the most benefit of doing a HELOC, then you will be accelerating the reduction in your principal and then obviously reducing your interest expense accordingly. Whereas the he loan is fixed payment, fixed amortization, no matter if you pay double or triple, you may reduce the life of the loan, but you will not reduce your monthly payment. With a HELOC, theoretically, the payment will go down as you do that, unless there is a great interest rate bump, then maybe that will negate your benefit of paying it down. But normally that is the benefit for the HELOC, the accelerated payment, and that you only pay interest on, on what you owe. So when looking to structure whether a he loan or a HELOC is the best option for your borrower, obviously the consideration will be need to be made. Are they going to draw need to draw all the money now or are they fine with drawing it as they need it, in which case they're only going to incur the interest expense for the amount that they actually have drawn, not for the full amount of the HELOC. The other consideration to make is that uh, the HELOC is for primary and second homes only, not for investment properties. Uh, if you do want to uh, have those investment properties, you would need to do the HE loan. Uh, normally, HELOCs are not for uh, investment properties. So And also the HE loan, as you remember on our other episode, did give you more flexibility with income types. <clears throat> so if you do have that bank statement borrower, then the HE loan would be the way to for you to take that loan and not the HE lock. Um, there, there are many ways that we can use the HE lock as well uh, with purchases. Uh, we like to call that the, the MI buster, right? You combine a first mortgage up to 80% uh, 
loan to value. <clears throat> and then if your purchase is, let's say, a, a 95% loan to value transaction where you would normally have mortgage insurance, you could opt for 80% on the first mortgage, 15% loan to value from a HELOC, 5% down payment from the borrower, and you would uh, circumvent the need to pay for uh, a separate mortgage insurance charge. And then if you combine this with an accelerated repayment plan on the HELOC, it is a definite benefit for the borrower as they will pay that HELOC off hopefully way before the MI would drop off on the loan. This is especially beneficial with the combo loan when we are trying to purchase a property that the loan amount would normally make it a jumbo loan uh, with different guidelines, different loan to values, 10% down instead of 5% down. But then you could combine a first mortgage up to the Fannie or Freddie conforming loan limit and then get your HELOC up to a 95% loan to value. So our first example that I'm going to show you today is exactly a combo for a single family residence. Uh, you'll note here I'm, I'm using a purchase price of $925,000. Let me make this a little bit bigger. $925,000 purchase price. Um, $725,000 loan in my area, the max conforming is $726,200. So we kept it just under the conforming loan limit. And then I'm adding a HELOC of $153,750 for a combined loan amount of $878,750, which is 95% combined loan to value CLTV so you will note here the rate on the first all right pretty good rates you're looking at a seven percent as our lowest uh, cost option and we can buy it down to 5.875 percent now remember that's the first mortgage and then scrolling down a little bit down here we will see our HELOC which has, it is a high rate, because remember, we're taking it to the limit, 95% uh, combined loan-to-value, combo loan, so there is a little bit of an add-on also for it being a combo loan. So we're looking at 15% on the HELOC with a payment of $1,922, and then combine that with our payments over here on the first. So this is our 95% CLTV option. So there's two benefits here, remember. First benefit is we are doing a conventional loan on the first, where normally we would have to do a combo loan. So that's going to be, you know, I mean, we would have to do, excuse me, a jumbo loan, where the jumbo loan is going to have a higher rate than the conforming loan. And the loan to value is going to be 90% usually instead of 95%. So that's the big benefit here. So now we have a 90% CLTV uh, condo purchase HELOC combo. Now, if you're in the Florida market, you will know that, that condos are an issue here with reserves. So 
Here, what we're doing is we are structuring for this primary purchase, we are structuring the first loan of $693,750 is 75% loan to value. 75% loan to value on a condo in Florida allows us to use the limited review option for the condo. So the uh, Fannie and Freddie option state that on a primary or second home, at up to 75% loan to value, they do offer a limited review loan where you do not have to check uh, the association budget, which is a big uh, issue here is most of our associations are not collecting for the necessary 10% minimum uh, reserves of the budget. Uh, so it, hence you would not be able to do the uh, low down payment option. So with this option, we can get in with 10% down payment from the borrower, 15% line of credit that you will see right down here, or 15% of the LTV line of credit. So we have a HELOC for $138,750. You will note that the rate is much lower now that we're at 90% instead of the maximum of 95%. So 12.125 is very good when you consider that the prime rate right now is 8%. Okay, so prime rate is 8%. Our rate here at 12.125 is looking pretty good for a combo loan at a 90%, especially when the first property is, when the first, when it is a condo. So again, 90% CLTV, our rates got a little bit better here. 6.875 gives us a lender credit. You can buy it down to 5.375. And remember, the big benefit here is 25% down payment on the, excuse me, 10% down payment, 75% LTV on the first, but only 10% down payment instead of the usually required 25% down payment for a primary or second home condo purchase in Florida when the building is not collecting enough reserves. So big difference, 10% versus 25% down. And uh, now I'm just going to put this into some context here so I can show you what our actual rates are. If you were just doing what we would call the HELOC refi, which just doing, there's an existing loan on the property. All you need is just the HELOC. You're not doing a purchase. So in that case, uh, the maximum 95% HELOC, you're looking at 14.75% interest rate on that HELOC. Uh, in this example, I'm just using a $185,000 HELOC amount. So at 14.75, it's giving me a payment of $2,302. There is no additional add-on here, buy-down or anything like that. <clears throat> this is a um, borrower-paid uh, transaction here as well. So now on our 90%, so you could uh, see what the difference in the rate would be, we're looking at 11. 875 on the rate now substantially lower again keep in mind prime rate is eight percent so we're looking at just 3.875 there above prime which is not a bad margin when you consider 
90%. And last example here is the 80% option, more traditional, little bit better pricing as well. 10.625 here on a second position HELOC. Now you can do these in first position. You can certainly do, if there's no other loan or if you're just refinancing the current existing first mortgage because the borrower wants the variable rate because they want the HELOC because they told you, Jose, I plan to pay this off in three years and this is the one I want. Okay, great option to have a first position HELOC at 10.625 if they really are going to pay it down. And we do expect rates uh, to drop. So uh, very good options here, 80, 90, 95%. And then obviously the combo loan to uh, do the condominium that in Florida that doesn't have reserves and the combo loan to do the uh, what would be a jumbo loan with a conforming loan and a HELOC and the added benefit of not paying mortgage insurance. All right. Do we have some questions in here? Uh, I think one question from Deborah. If you do them on a second home, definitely do them on a second home. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. Second home, primary is not a problem. If you need to go investment, you'll probably want to look at the he loans. All right. Perfect. Okay. So appreciate that, Jose. That was great. Uh, if you need to connect with one of our loan officers, uh, you can go ahead and visit us at themortgagecalculator.com. They can walk you through uh, what you need to do here to go through any of these different programs. If you're a loan officer out there, free, feel free to visit us at themortgagecalculator.com if you'd like to join the team. And we will go ahead and get back to you. You can also email us info at themortgagecalculator.com. Now, we do this uh, show here every single weekday at 11 a.m. Eastern where we go through the daily rates. And then we do a different deep dive every single day like we did with the HELOC loans today. Uh, So definitely tune in. Thank you, Nick. Thank you, Jose. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. And we hope to see you tomorrow at 11 a.m. Eastern. Thanks, everybody. Take care. Thank you, everybody. Apply now at themortgagecalculator.com for instant mortgage rate quotes for over 5,000 loan products.